All right. All right. It's the Ship Posting in Hell podcast. Who wants to introduce us? Well, I guess I'll take over the role again. Hello, everyone. This is the SIH Ship Posting in Hell podcast. We're your, I don't know if host is the right word. I think host implies we're like professionals. Uh, I'm yeah. Liam. I'm Kevin. And I'm Evan. And uh, yeah, welcome back. I mean, it's been a long time. I don't think anyone was waiting for us to return, but if you were, we're sorry for the long wait. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, we were busy doing a lot of stuff, having a lot of sex, uh, you know, with, you know, on, yeah. a lot of stuff, a lot of things. And it's hard during Many COVID, things. too. You know, they want you to wear the mask, you know, over your genitals. And mm -hmm. so it takes a while to adapt to that first Yeah, off. it took, took like, basically the first time, you know, I tried it, it took, like, at least three days to like come or whatever because of the mask and stuff. It just made yeah. it like inconvenient and everything, and that's okay. But I now don't wear a mask. Oh, you don't wear a mask, wear a mask, dude. I mean, are you trying to get us pregnant? Are you fucking kidding me? Hey, it's not my fault. It's just not as good with the mask. Oh, oh come on, on, dude. That's you're gonna pregnant so with dangerous. COVID. You want to get COVID? I don't care. I, I I will survive if I get COVID. Yeah, that's what it's every point like zero yeah, zero zero one says that chance. you know. Everyone's Everyone who's gotten COVID says you know I'm not gonna die. You know who said yeah. This is it. Oh. You know, everyone's in denial. Yeah. No one thinks they're going to die, really. That's the American yeah. way. I, I refuse to wear that mask. If, if if she doesn't want me to wear the mask, then why would I want to wear the mask? Am I right? But if she's telling you to put on the mask, what are you going to do? Still, it's against my rights. What if she's telling you to put on Jim Carrey's mask from the mask? Oh, movie. Ooh. actually. Ooh. Oh, that would make you like shit. a... Would that turn my penis into like <laughs> <Turning> Jim Carrey? <laughs> no, no, your penis is green, but it's two times longer. Would you do that? I don't, I don't yeah. think any woman would want me at that. I don't know. I don't mm. think. I don't think the deal is good enough because it's twice as long. My penis would only be three inches longer yeah. at that point. Three inches yeah. long at that point. So I don't think the trade off's mm -hmm. big enough. Yeah, exactly. Well, how about add another six inches? That's the compromise. Okay, I'd be plus at, six inches. I'd makes be at, it green. Okay, I'd be at four inches then. That's not bad. And uh, like after uh, you come, it kind of like pumps out, so it goes boom, 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 like like in layers and stuff. So it's like. One big pump of cum. <laughs> I could get behind that. I could get behind that. I mean, at that point, you're already finished. So it's I like, know, if I the girl's weirded out, I mean, that's her fault. You gotta go. You're like, I hope you enjoyed it. And you get out of there. <laughs> you just do like a Jim Carrey run off. <laughs> you just run. You're, you got the mask on. You might as well just yeah. get out of there. I mean, he actually... He you actually, just don't put on pants over it. You just... He actually does get. He actually does get pretty horny. When he's when he's wearing the mask, funny enough, so it's almost it's almost probably out there. Um, you know, something with that, uh, funny enough, is that the mask, the movie, you know, it's actually based on a real. Uh, I think it was a graphic novel, like the same like concept, right? But the graphic novel was actually a lot grittier. Like mm. there was actually like violence and like gore in it and stuff. So it's one of the only instances I can think of where a story. It, you have an original story that's like dark and like gritty, and it was adapted into a lighter version. Mm. The only example I can think that's even close to that is like you know, like the Disney tales versus like, you know, like the original like German like fairy tales. Yeah. But like other than that, that's not something that happens very often. And I'm kind of surprised the movie The Mask turned out so good, you know, despite the fact that yeah, it was like babying down a lot of the stuff in there the you same know? thing actually happened with the one right you know the rhinoceros scene from ace ventura too right that oh, was a, yeah. a really gritty like serious that was a, a way more fucked up scene in that scene like 
there's like nine gen carries coming out of the rhinoceros. It's like it's way more fucked up in the manga, you know. But but for the TV, it's just like a lighthearted fun, you know, coming coming out of the rhinoceros. The worst part is I've never seen this movie, so I don't know if you're yeah. kidding or not. Yeah, in the in the movie. Only four Jim Carries come out of the rhinoceros's ass, but and the, one wearing the mask. Yeah, but in the manga, it's nine. You know, because yeah. they have because they have different standards of like decency at the same time. Yeah. Like yeah, see, yeah, it's it's okay. Like their assholes can actually stretch wider than ours. Like in the East, they're prepared to do that. You know, it's um, it's just, I don't know if it's biological. I don't know if you know how, like how the Chinese did like the foot thing with the the feet binding, with the, foot, with, foot binding. It's the same thing they do with the assholes. No one talks about it. I don't know why. But I mean, yeah, I think a lot. It actually came from Ace Ventura I mean, too. Yeah. If Jim Carrey came up to me and said, "I can save the white rhinoceros population by shoving my hand in the rhinoceros's ass," I mean, would I be against listening to him? I mean, mm. nothing's working as of right now. I mean, I think we failed at this point. I think they're gone, right? Would you rather be a rhinoceros or a um, uh, an eagle? Like a bald eagle? A bald eagle. A beautiful bald eagle. The most uh, beautiful wait, wait, wait. Eagle where, though? Seen. Where, though? Anywhere you want. Okay, so bald eagle in America. Easy. Because yeah, if they get shot down, then it's illegal. Yeah, they literally oh, like, go to federal prison for that shit. Yeah. But, I mean, what's more freeing? Like, flying around as a bird or, like, ramming into something with your huge I mean, that's, that's true, but just rhinos, their lives are constantly in danger. Mm. They're constantly being hunted you down. You can choose the time period, too. Like, if you want to go back a few hundred years, like... Fuck around with peasants. But then there's nothing to do. Like, I mean, at least. What are you like, gonna go on your phone now? Yeah, right now, it's the bald eagle. I can. I got a tree right behind the TV. If I was a, if I was a, bed. if I was a bald eagle, I could recreate my favorite game, Angry Birds, but in oh. real life. I'd put some. I'd pick up some pigs and I'd drop them in a wooden building and I'd throw myself. But if I was a rhinoceros, I could recreate my favorite game, Goat Simulator. You just ran into people, destroyed buildings, you know, summoned Satan or whatever you do in that game. There's a key word that you missed, and that's goat. Ah. But goats are pretty similar to um, the rhinoceros, just larger. Try, they try, just don't ram into shit. Try milking a rhinoceros and tell me how that I'll goes. I'll try it. I'll, <laughs> I'll try anything you once. Can milk, guys can actually um, lactate, so like, if we can, then anything really can. If there's milk in there. That's an old wives' tale, all right? No, that's real. They just like milking men. No, no, no. Guys can actually lactate if you take uh, enough estrogen. I think. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I lactated a guy once, although it was really salty. I don't know. Milk kind of sucked, honestly. Not sure why anyone would do that. Yeah. Anyways. So, I was playing this video game the other day, right? And I could feel myself being a nerd. Like, you have those moments where you realize, holy shit. I am a geek for this. Every time I walk into the comic store, bookstore with you guys, I'm like, yeah. But that place yeah, is cool. It is cool, but it's, I still it's feel cool, like a nerd. But it's for yeah. because we're nerds. Yeah. And and so while playing this game, I found myself uttering these words: "I feel my virginity restoring itself," <laughs> which got me to think: Can you quantify virginity? Is it truly not just a one and done? Is it? Something that you can lose, but then get back by being a complete nerd? Well, I think there's two types, at least, of, of virginity. You have physically, I mean, if you have sex with a woman, you know, like, you put your dick in a vagina, that's pretty much, like, you lost your virginity right there. But also, a cultural idea of virginity. Like, you think of a virgin, like, almost like a synonym for loser, but, like, not quite. Like, a sexless loser, in a way. 
you know, and, and of course, like, that shouldn't really be it, you know, like, virgin, like, if you're a virgin, that, that shouldn't be a problem, you know, that, obviously, I don't have a problem with that, but the, I mean, a lot of words we use as more of, like, just a, like, an insult, like a cultural insult that we just make in a different way, and if there's something to categorize that, I think that would be interesting, I think there is a way to categorize that. Um, do you have any ideas on that, Evan, since uh, it was your idea? I mean, I have some thoughts, but I think they might be controversial. So if you had a more standard theory you had for uh, your thoughts, then I think you should present those first. Okay, so I see virginity, since I, I thought about it after I said it. I see it too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Looking at you. Shut the fuck up. Okay. So I saw it as a <laughs> essence of time, right? And so that's how I quantify it. Let's say, for instance, you're watching anime. It depends on the genre, mm -hmm. which will increase how much uh, the rate of your virginity being restored is, or how much you get added on top of yours. So uh, the way I see it is that if you watch, say, an episode or two in a day, and then you don't go back for a couple weeks, it's restored a little bit, all right? It's, you gain a little bit. You gain, like, maybe... Let's say 30 minutes, okay? 30 minutes of virginity. Uh, but if you binge watch it, all right, then it increases exponentially as the more episodes come. And if it's a romance anime Ooh. and you watch it alone, Ooh. then it's skyrocket. That's like the worst offense anime genre-wise that you could do. Can you do the opposite then? Is there a show? Is there a perfect show that makes you lose your virginity in that case? So, in that case, I thought it over, and back to the romance anime, if you watch it with a girl, mm -hmm. then it cancels out. Then you're flatlined. You don't gain, nor do you lose. Okay. okay? Because the reason why you don't gain, because you're there with a girl. But you also don't lose, because instead of doing what's happening in the romance anime with that girl, you're fucking watching it instead of acting on it. Oh, I would disagree with that personally because you remove the. I mean, the the anime is just technically a different medium. But it's the same thing. Uh, it's a long historical fact that guys put up with taking their girlfriends to some boring, sappy romantic movie that they have to sit through and they hate it. You know, but the girls love it. You know, because it makes the girls all lovey dovey and they appreciate it, and it makes them more likely to have sex with them. That's at least that's been kind of the. The stereotype for a long time. So I think I think it's kind of... Yeah, I, I would kind of disagree with that. I think if you're watching it with a woman, I think it should be at least like a small decrease. I guess it's, yeah, it would be a small decrease because you're, you could be, you know... Wait, you're losing the virginity? Or yes, the losing okay, the virginity. Okay. It should be at least like a little bit of losing mm. because that way, you know, yeah. you're, you know... Doing yeah, I said it's following a tried and true formula from like the night from like the nineteen hundreds, you know, of like losing your virginity. You know, the movie date. Like think about how popular movie dates are, and they're almost always to some like you. You almost always you pick a movie that the girl likes, right? Because that's what matters more. It's, you're not going to take her to fucking, uh, you know, Terminator Three, right? Because you know you're like I was. I've really been really wanting to see this movie. You know, like <laughs> that's stupid. You know, and you're not going to get laid. Doing that, right? Yeah. You take it to a movie she wants to see. So Terminator Two, yeah, that which is a much better one. So if the, so, I'd say the caveat. I'd say the caveat. Um, if I, I kind of a little different, kind of a swing. If she 
wanted to watch the romance anime with you and she likes the anime, then it decreases your virginity. Mm-hmm. But if you're like kind of like forcing her to watch it with you and she oh. doesn't like the anime, then it increases the virginity. Okay, okay. That's a fair argument. But here's my counter argument. If you are at the point where you know that she will have sex with you if you watch this romance anime with her that she's been wanting to watch, that makes you a male manipulator, which means that you already have Mm. had decreased virginity because you're a male manipulator. Mm. Therefore, that's why I think it should stay at canceled out because the nerdy guys that watch it with the girl are socially awkward, which is why uh, they would lose, right? They, or no, they wouldn't lose. They would gain virginity. But it But what if you're it. not trying to get sex and you just you want to watch like a show because it makes your girlfriend happy, you know? Like, that is just... I think if it was that the case, that would be simping. That okay. would increase your simp level, right? But if you were trying, like, yeah, just doing it just to have sex with your girlfriend instead of just, I don't know, asking to have sex, I don't know why you just watch a movie instead. <laughs> I don't know. Man, I, 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 I guess if it's, like, a girl you're not dating or whatever, I, I guess I, I see that, you know, you're Netflixing and chilling or whatever. Like, I, I see, just Netflixing and chilling and Cedar Rapids, Iowa. If you're doing like that, then I kind of I see that. But I think if you're doing it just to make your girlfriend happy, then you do lose some virginity, but you also gain a little bit of simp. And that's the, quite honestly, the, the difference here. That's the, uh, the balance yeah. of the scales. I mean, I kind of agree, but we've got, we've got to keep it separate. I think simp levels, that's a discussion for another time. We can't, next, we can't, next conf- podcast, we can't confuse our units. Then you're podcast. introducing a, a fifth variable into yeah, the equation, true. and we yeah. already have virginity as a time constant. Oh, so. God, yes, in four dimensions. Okay. So, can I have you explain something real quick, Evan? So, talking about it's adding time of virginity what does that mean? Say I have, I'm at zero, I'm at pure zero, and okay. then I gain 30 minutes of virginity by watching an episode of this romance anime. What does that mean? That I've gained 30 minutes of, like, what? Like, if I wait 30 minutes without watching an episode, will it go back down to zero? Or, mm. like, what, what do you mean by this time? Is so, that is exactly how it works as a time uh, constraint, right? Is that if you gain 30 minutes of it, you can simply be in your room and lose it for 30 minutes, right? Okay. But here's the catch, all right? If you're alone in your room doing nothing, that makes you a loser, which mm. means that you get more time added oh, to your virginity. Uh. So you have to find ways to get rid of it responsibly, right? You have to find ways to become that male manipulator so that you can lose your virginity time. Okay, so it's like entropy. So basically, anytime you're just like existing in the world it's going back down to zero your virginity meter right it's not going up it's not going down but depending on what act you're doing that specific act raises it or lowers it so if you're i'd say then at that point if you go to the extreme then watching any show by yourself is virgin is should uh you should gain virginity watching it with a girl should lose your virginity i think that just go extreme you're doing anything with a girl you're doing anything by yourself I simply disagree with that statement, though. I I don't think the idea of watching the anime alone is what causes you to gain virginity. I think it is the fact that it is uh, a genre that is not normally looked highly upon in uh, the community or the, the general audience, right? So that's what makes you gain virginity. For instance, say Breaking Bad, which is universally accepted as one of the best forms of TV media that we've had the pleasure and honor of watching, right? Okay. Uh, By watching that alone, you are with 
the majority, therefore you will not lose virginity for it. However, if you, here's another uh, thing to add to the equation, which just makes this debate, this discussion more complex, is that if you watch it alone, right? So perhaps watching Breaking Bad alone does not instantly, you know, you don't lose virginity, you don't gain virginity. But if you choose to watch Breaking Bad over, say, going to a party, mm. then you gain virginity because you openly chose not to socialize. Well, now this is just getting complicated. Now this is just getting, like, over and, complex. Can we simplify it a bit, at least? Like, And I think I might have something for that. In the... in. In contrast to the Fairness Doctrine, I'd like to ask, have we considered voting third party? Thinking about this virginity system sitting here, I have conducted perhaps an alternative system for virginity. This, the acts do change, the acts do change, uh, do in fact your chance is the same, but the units of measurement are different. I think that, you know, once you lose your virginity physically, you know, once you've lost your virginity physically, you can't really become a vir you can't really become a virgin again. Not really. I mean, people just call people who have had sex virgins, right? That happens. And it's a funny haha, but the sting isn't there. You know, you can call somebody, you know, you're a virgin and you both laugh, but deep down you're both thinking, well, he's not actually a virgin, you know. You're thinking that, you know. And it that is true. So that's why I think once you've had it, you can't really lose it but so this really only applies to virgins people who are actually virgins and that's you know part of why my system is different and i think that the acts depending on what you do like you know choosing to watch a weird romance anime right doing that would increase i think it comes to a percentage is how i would do it how likely you are to lose your virginity at this point. Mm, you know, you're completely good. standard, right? And then it's like, uh, you know, say you you work out, you eat a lot of steak, you know, you, uh, you know, you buy the trendy clothes, you, like, style your hair with, like, the curls or whatever the fuck, you know, is popular these days. <laughs> and, you know, those increase your percentage. Like, you're more likely now to lose your virginity with these things. But, like, you know, Watching an anime or uh, claiming that soap Superman could beat Goku, you know, stuff like that. That makes your virginity, you know, your percentage of losing virginity go down. You are less likely to lose your virginity now. And I think that is how it should be viewed, in my opinion. And I think this system is simpler. I think it's more concrete. And I think it has more presence in the real world. Because this time variant, I think... It's just a little too strange, you know? I think this percentage variant is the way to go. That's well, what someone who has nine extra years of their virginity added on top oh, of Oh, I get it. Added. So you're going classi right. to okay. classify that anyone that disagreeing with your system adds time to the virginity meter, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Well, Actually, we're going to write right now. You are an infinite virgin for three things. You disagree with any of my statements, you don't like me, or you play League of Legends. Well, League of Legends is an automatic zero, of yeah, course. Yeah, for sure. But I'll find disagreeing with me drops your percentage of getting laid down 120%. You're in the third quadrant, pal, of the graph. You're not even on the charts. Personally, I think not accepting other people's opinions or giving them, like, a 
you know, a chance makes you increases. Know, increases. You should never accept someone's fucking opinion. You're a dipshit. You're, 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 you're so fucking you. stupid. I hate you and you and you. All right. Moral of the story <laughs> is: on. do not hold disagree on. with me, or you get virginity. No, no, no. Hold on. I think your measurements are better, but personally, uh, couldn't can you say that? Even after you lost your virginity, some people are more likely to have sex than others. I mean, that's just a fact. So I think our virginity meter, it shouldn't really rely on whether you're actually a virgin or not. I mean, that's an actual physical thing that you can't do. It should be on whether you're likely or not likely to have sex at a certain moment, right? That should be your ultimate thing. And it should not really matter like whether you've actually done it or not. You know, that's nonsense, really. You know, so... I think, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it should be percentages, like, yeah, say you own a manga, you just own a manga, you have League of Legends downloaded on your computer, uh, um, your dick is small, you know, that increases your chance of uh, not... <laughs> oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. sex. <laughs> well, in that case, I don't want the two-inch penis. Yeah. But I finally convinced you, after finally. five months. Our friend, our friend has come around. This is a this is a joyous moment for the podcast, folks. Oh, oh finally, we can move on in the world. Though, uh, so, in the interests of uh, moving on, I was thinking the other day. Speaking of things that uh, increases your chance of losing your virginity, uh, watching bad movies with your friends and <laughs> laughing at them. I think anyone that does that, instant Chad. Right, I mean, absolutely. Watching mo- watching movies that are good and saying I liked this because it was good, that's fucking that's beta. That's beta, man. Embarrassing, dude. Yeah, Chad's they take any movie, good or bad, and they make a good time out of it. That's what that's I think. Right. You know, that's right. You, so, so you look at stuff like, uh, you know, you know, films like uh, Neil Breen movies, you know, and the like The Room, you know, classics that you know really define, well, redefine, you know, comedy because. These movies are strange because sometimes these movies are comedies and sometimes they're not comedies. And so, either way, they're making you laugh. But whether you're supposed to be laughing or not, you're not laughing for the right reasons. Like, The Room has some jokes in it, like purposeful jokes, but that's not what people find amusing. People are laughing at everything else in the movie, right? And that's like... you know, you're laughing at everything else. It's you know, you're laughing at the movie because it's bad. You're having fun with the movie because it's objectively bad, not because it's objectively good. Which it's kind of strange when you think about it. It's like how you know, spice is something that plants evolve to keep predators from eating them, but now humans eat plants solely because of their spice. It's like that. You know, a bad movie means you're not supposed to watch it because it's bad. But people are now f- purposely looking for bad movies and enjoying them anyway, right? That's it's kind of weird. It, it's kind of like the opposite thinking. But the the question I think that boils down to is, and but nowadays in the current year, because making it used to be, you know, a couple of guys making fun of a bad movie together used to be kind of underground. But now it's a kind of an accepted art form. You see it all the time. Mm, yeah. You know, it's even on like Netflix and stuff. You know, so it's like. You know, it's kind of hard to say. It's not really underground anymore. And so now companies and movies, they see that and they understand it. And, you know, they make films that are purposely bad. They're not demented like Neil Breen or something, you know, who thinks his, he, he thinks all his movies are good. He thinks they're all great, you know. 
But these people, you know, they're perfectly sane individuals. They're like, all right, we're going to make this really shitty, you know, and we're going to play into that. We're going to play into how shitty it is. And that can taint it sometimes. So I want to hear your guys' thoughts. You know, where do you draw the so bad, it's good line when it comes to movies and other media products? Uh, for me, any movie that tries to be bad solely to be bad and be laughed at because it's bad instantly has like a handicap it's just immediately lower viewed upon uh however some of those movies can get out of that and be genuinely funny or funny in the way that it was intended to be which although that's sad that you're intended to make a, a bad movie solely to get people to laugh at that at the, the fact that it's bad but if they pull it off well enough, then, I mean, they accomplish what they wanted. Uh, but I think when it comes to people that want to make a good movie and it goes bad, I think the line is, how often do I find myself laughing at the movie for a reason that wasn't a joke or something like that? If I laugh for more than half of the movie at how bad the movie is, I think it's so bad that's good. I don't think it's a bad qualifier. That's, that's um, definitely interesting. I, I would say, yeah, uh, a lot of it is sincerity. A lot of it is intention. Like, you know, the people behind, or let's say, um, the guy who made The Room, or Neil Brennan, or Neil uh, Breen, uh, who made, like, all those terrible movies like Double Down and such, they are very strange guys themselves uh, who genuinely wanted to make good movies, and they had a vision and it, the vision is just very strange and pretty bad, right? Whereas, like, Sharknado is uh, made purposely to be bad, and, of course, then it's going to be bad. Like, if you want it to be bad, then, yes, it probably will be bad, right? Whereas, like, they want it to be good, and there's a, you know, there's something special about that, right? There's some genuineness in there, and I think that's important for any movie, Right? That's important for, for laughing and stuff like that. Like we're, It's almost patronizing or uh, condescending for Sharknado to try and make us laugh. It's like, well, fuck you, man. I can go to an actual comedy if I want to see, if I want to laugh, you know? Hmm. But uh, part of it is, yeah, like The Room and stuff and the, like No Brain movies, they're, they're good and they're fun to watch and everything, but it does get to a point where they can be a little too bad. Like so bad that like, even if they have good intentions, it's just impossible to watch. I think those movies do exist. Yeah. Or, I'd say Birdemic is one. You know, that's, you know, that's funny because I do think, I think Birdemic skates the line fine enough to actually be enjoyable watching, mm. in my personal opinion. Interesting. But, uh, I mean, but yeah, I mean, those movies do exist. We do both agree on that. I mean, simply put, they're so bad it's bad movies. Yeah, yeah as we you know, simply put. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, those movies definitely, yeah, I've definitely seen some, uh, yeah, and you are right. Most of them, a lot of so bad it's bad movies, you know, do come from people purposely trying to make the film bad. And I've seen that, and it's just not good. It's just very lame. The jokes aren't landing because it's like a weird movies. You know, it, you know the sincerity is not there, and I do think that's true. But yeah, there are rarer occasions where the movie is still sincerely trying to be good, but it's just still too far gone. Like. uh I've only seen about, like, two Neil Breen movies. One was just kind of, like, more regular, and one was, like, really demented. 
and so that was the one we watched together. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that one, I mean, I don't want to say I don't want him to like sue us for like slander or something, but I think he has some kind of genuine mental illness. Like the yeah. way he perceives, like he doesn't seem to perceive time the same way a normal person does, and that's. That's strange. Like, his movie has no narrative flow at all. It's constantly going back and forth in time and repeating things and taking us to different times and different places. It's very confusing and extremely hard to follow. Like, Birdemic, you know, say that perhaps it's unfunny or annoying to look at, but you do understand what's happening. There are characters and they have names and you know, you know, what they're saying, what they're talking about, and they go some places and they do things, you know. Their actions may not make sense, but you, at least you understand what they are. But it's like, you know, I think a perfect example is, you can summarize Birdemic. You could give a <laughs> plot summary of Birdemic, uh, right? Yeah. The Neil Breen movie we watched, I don't actually remember its name right now. I apologize for that. Was it Double Down? I'm not sure. I, I feel like they're almost all the same. They're almost almost always he plays like a genius hacker or like some super cool person that's wanted by the government. Like it's always something like that. So they kind of blend together. And he's almost always one of the only actors in the movie. It is Double Down. Okay, Double Down. Okay. The movie Double Down, it's almost impossible to describe the plot. It's genuinely difficult to say what happens in that movie. There's so much self-monologuing and flashbacks and things repeating like scenes will literally just kind of like kind of like happen again and again like he meets like the god homeless man like a few times and like in one version he like falls down and like dies in another version he's able to like talk to him and like stuff it's just so yeah movies that are just <clears throat> so the i guess where you draw the line is incoherence for me really mm. is a lack of sincerity on one end and on the other end it's literally a lack of coherence like you can just put scribbles down on a page, right? And say, you know, oh, this doesn't make any sense. Ha ha, let's laugh at that. But, you know, it's not not funny, you know? Like, someone writing something funny down, or maybe someone writing something wasn't meant to be funny, but kind of is, you know? That's a lot different. But if it's just gibberish, if it's just something that doesn't make any sense, then the majority of the time, unless, you know, you're a very specific individual, you know, nothing's absolute anymore... But, uh, you know, if you're very specific type, for most people, it's just too strange. Yeah, I think incoherence is where a lot of people would draw the line. Or, like, foulness, I guess. You know, like, some movies are just, you know, they're, like, older films. They're not really around anymore. But they're usually older films called, uh, sexploitation films. Which would normally just, the only selling point would be heaping amounts of gratuitous sexual content like stuff that would like make game of thrones like look tame you know and it's like stuff like that was like really popular like in the 70s and 80s really but yeah you don't see that much anymore but those movies you know they're definitely not trying to tell grand stories not trying to tell good jokes they're trying to they're bringing in the audience on one thing you know and so so sometimes yeah they're kind of like a third axis yeah just be kind of a Kind of offensive, offensiveness, kind of in a way. It's just like I'm not mm-hmm. saying no, yeah. nothing. Something's offensive, that's automatically bad, but just too much offensiveness. Like there are very few 
unironic supporters of the human centipede movies i mean yeah. you do see some people like online like claim that there are some unironically good things those people are either trolls or they're just as sick as the director themselves people. yeah, yeah. I, I personally don't believe in the human centipede but human millipede now that's what i'm talking about human pede that's pretty good. Now don't go don't, don't give don't give the guy any more ideas, no. fellas. He'll fucking do it. There's probably piss and thing, shit in that though. movie already. But here's the thing, though, Liam, is that uh, I went on a journey with Kevin and our friend Jack over the summer. Shout out to Jack. One that you joined for a few movies, including the Neil Breen movies, mm -hmm. uh, and we discovered that. When boobs came into the equation of the movie, the good movies tended to have more boobs in it as it got better, while the bad movies got worse with boobs. Well, like I said, I didn't say oh, you know something a little offensive couldn't be a problem. Just having boobs appear at all in the movie isn't always bad. Obviously, you know I'm I'm straight. I'm straight. I don't know who told you guys otherwise, but it's not true. I'm straight. He's definitely straight, guys. He's 100% straight. Yeah. He would not lie to his mom or dad about this and keep it a secret from everyone for 24 years. Hey, hey Liam's parents, if you're listening, I fucked him. <laughs> I did it. Now we're going to get popular, and that's going to uh, have to be a patron-only joke. Yeah. We're going to get that out uh, just for the Patreon. But, uh... But yeah, you know, but I just I just mean a gratuitous amount. Like people would say, you know, like people would say that, you know, Game of Thrones as a series has a gratuitous amount of sex, you know, but it just means too much. Too many you know, people like, you know, the occasional hot scene in there every now and again, right? Yeah. You know, we're all we're, you know, we're men. But something that's just too much, it's just kind of like offensive, you know. Yeah, so I think there's a difference, yeah. I mean, I don't think any of the films you guys watched would actually count as sexploitation films. No. That's a very specific thing that's kind of hard to find these days. So I just want to clarify, you know, boobs can make things better, for sure. You know, in kind of a cheap way most of the time. But they can make things better. I'm just saying, you know, there's too much of everything, right? Too much of anything is bad. And I think sex is just one of those things. So your scale generally for, for bad or, or too bad or, or um, you know, so bad is good. Yeah. You know, your, like, uh, tipping point is generally, like, if it's too incoherent or too much sex stuff. Or too much, just too, uh, just too kind of obscene. Yeah, because it could be yeah. violence, could be gross yeah, or whatever. True. And yours is if it's just not funny enough, right? Yes. Okay, that's interesting. I'd say mine is, like, probably, yeah, uh like a mix of both years like it's if it's so boring i'm kind of nodding off then uh yeah i don't like that and like a, a birdemic was very boring for me it's part of why i don't like it um and yeah just if it's not funny i mean no one likes a not funny bad movie not, that's just like then you're just watching a bad movie you know you're not even laughing um but also like it has to make a little bit of sense or else it's gonna really upset me i'm gonna be like dude this is so fucking stupid i'm gonna go crazy right now sorry to like be a centrist here, but that is my qualifications. This is the worst point to be a centrist, Kevin. What? What? Starts playing. What? Why is that? I don't get it. We're gonna have to cut this part. Okay, so the joke that I just made was: this is the worst time you could be a centrist. Okay. Why is that? Why is that the joke? Why is it the worst time? 
because it's worse to be a centrist in politics because nothing gets done. Oh, I guess You're the idea... You're actually making a political joke? Oh, yeah, I, I so the... We're I, in fucking hell. Of course I'm going to make a political joke. Oh, Our so politicians are fucking yeah. assholes. Uh, so, I mean, I, I, mean uh, I understand what you're saying, but it's basically uh, that... I thought there was you something know, else. Being a, you know, being a centrist when it comes to movies is not nearly as bad as being a centrist in politics, because that's actually affects people's lives. I mean, I, I, mean, I well, guess that's that... that's the irony of the yeah, statement. Yeah, yeah. But, but now it's over, because we have to... No, I mean, I'm sorry, but I mean... Yeah, but I mean, if, if more... Why are you joke? But I mean, if, if, mean, if, the, if the majority of the people present don't understand the joke, then obviously the joke kind of inherently flawed. Uh, who's the English major now? We... Your joke was so bad, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was it, so bad, it's good. I think your joke is so bad. It lacks sincerity, it's grotesque, and it's non-cohesive. Yeah, speaking of movies, I mean, uh, yeah, it's been a weird year for movies, personally. Uh, I have to say, Wonder Woman 84 was uh, not a good sign, personally. I saw that and I was like, well, that's awful. And I hope movies aren't like that anymore, but we'll see. Because after COVID, after a whole year of, like, not really good movies, nothing really coming out of substance, like Sonic being the highest grossing movie. I do wonder, like, can movies recover from this? Can there be good movies again? Like, is is there one person out there? Is there one director that can bring us all back? Um, I think I'm normally quite the uh, pessimist, but uh, I think that good movies will, movies will probably return... You know, because I just think it just this COVID stuff just needs to completely have a uh, died down, so that way they can start shooting again, like without any restrictions. You know, like they used to do. You know, because I think a lot of the good people recognized that, uh, yeah, if we make a movie right now, it's gonna be lame and not good, and so we're just gonna wait it out, right? And that's what the majority of companies are doing. That's why they were. The movies in 2020 were not only not very good, there also weren't very many of them, right? I mean, there were like, there were like what, like 20 movies that came out in 2020? Yeah. Like, only, like only 20, like, like, a, like any note. But it was like a... And so, uh, you know, I mean, I, when I... You know, and some of them, you know, were... You know, it's kind of hard to say. I mean, I don't think some of them... It's kind of hard because some of them probably didn't decrease in quality due to COVID, like... I don't think the Sonic movie would have been any better or worse. It just wouldn't have... It would have had more competition in a good year, and that's the difference. Granted, I mean, it came out before COVID uh, became the pandemic that it is. Yeah. I mean, it was around, like, a little bit, but it, it hadn't reached the dire yeah. status yet, I the guess. Movie stick yeah. around for, like, a month or so. No, like, it released in theaters in February, so... Mm, yeah. So, like, it, I mean, it's probably the results... Not really emblematic of COVID. That's what you're yeah. saying, yeah. Well, I I think um, I think uh, actually, yeah, the status of pandemic is actually reflected by the movies there. So it's like, uh, Wonder Woman eighty four was you know stinking pile of shit right when the cases were enormously high. You know, just when it was like the worst part of the pandemic. And Godzilla versus uh, Funky Monkey cam comes out. Uh, when the pandemic is actually looking a little better, you know, vaccines and stuff actually making it seem like maybe we have a uh, a future, right? Uh, something out of this, right? So, like, it, maybe our movies reflect our cultural moments. Maybe that's possible. Hmm. So, I mean, uh, 
But I mean, if if by that logic, then I mean there are a lot of moments in time where the U.S. was really shitty and like I don't know. I guess I can't really say, but I mean like during the 2008 housing crisis, I'm assuming the good movies still came out, right? I mean I don't remember people saying that oh, we didn't have any good movies that year, and every almost everyone in America was having a really shitty time. Hmm. I see what you're saying, but uh, I'm about to disagree with both of you as the contrarian here, the devil's advocate. Uh, the 2008 housing crisis didn't cause many people to have to stay home and not work at their movie company job because there's restrictions on how many people you can have on set, and the sets usually require hundreds of people just for one scene alone uh, to get done. So I feel like this is a little different because... Uh, there were so many restrictions with what you could do because of the pandemic that it was almost physically impossible, at least in the United States, where, you know, we didn't do a fantastic job, uh, where there were so many restrictions as to how many people you could have it on set, how long you could do it, you know, et cetera, et cetera, that ultimately, of course, the quality was going to be affected if the production started uh, in during the COVID uh, times and Wonder Woman 84 was as bad as it is because the post-production stuff the CGI and whatnot happened during the pandemic and it's really hard to do that stuff correctly if you're not working with a team all in the same spot you're not able to look over and be like hey you know uh, Wonder Woman looks pretty shitty jumping right here uh, you, you should fix it you know they have to do it on zoom at home uh, and whatnot. So, uh, however, Tenet uh, was a really good movie that came out during COVID. Uh, uh, did you watch Tenet? I, I watched a little bit of Tenet, fell asleep. How can I, you say it's a good movie? I don't really blame you there, Evan. Uh, I I watched Tenet fully, and I did not fall asleep. But uh, nice. It's a it's a kind of a strange movie. It's objective. I think it's. I'd say it's kind of objectively good, but it kind of borders on one of my criteria I just mentioned earlier, which is that the ending, that second half, is almost incoherent. There's so much time travel and kind of like paradoxes. Yeah, this is the time travel gets really incoherent in the second half of the movie, and to the point where it's like. People try and talk about understanding it. People make like I've seen people make like infographics about like the flow of like time, like over the various points <laughs> of the movie, and it it looks like quantum physics, man. Like it's it's very confusing. It's so I think score. I think the first half of the movie is pretty good because the time travel element is is hardly in it. So it's kind of like a. It's really more of like a spy thriller in the first half with just a little element. And then the second half just goes balls deep into the time crisscrossing over yourself and seeing yourself and all this shit. And it just gets... This is way too, I think, way too complicated. It went a little too crazy with the premise. But I think it was... I think it was objectively a good movie. It was very well shot. Like I said, the first half was very good. Whereas Wonder Woman 84... Mm had good parts, but no good halves of anything. Both halves of and, the Wonder Woman movie were you bad. You know, Evan, you said, like, Wonder Woman was bad because, like, production stuff was bad. I think the, ba uh, the bad part of it came in the writing itself, and just the movie was just poorly made in general, and that wasn't because of COVID, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I think it was just a bad movie. I don't know, I think, I think there could be something to that, because there were some bad production things, like, 
personally, I thought almost all, almost every single fight scene in that movie looked awful and was not mm-hmm. good, especially compared to the first Wonder Woman, which had great fighting scenes in my opinion. And so it's mm-hmm. like I think I think there were definitely um, things there, and I think they probably would, because they made good action scenes with this character before fairly recently, right? It's like. They feel like they had the potential to do it again. So I think there might have been. I think it's possible to say there were some restrictions on that. But I know I don't think COVID would have completely fixed the movie. No, I don't. But I think yeah. I think it probably would have improved somewhat without COVID. You know, it would have given them a little more time, a little more resources to look over things, double check things, make things better. But yeah, some of the writing errors, I yeah, I don't think, which there are plenty of, I don't think there's a real excuse for with COVID. So, in conclusion with this uh, little caveat here, uh, movies might be better again. It's hard to say. Uh, maybe uh, James Cameron can come back with Avatar 2. Imagine this. Oh. Movies movies back in theaters. Come on. Imagine this. Back in, Movies back in theaters. Avatar 2 comes out in the summer. Everyone's like, oh my god, I want to see Avatar. Boom. Immediately brings back all the movies. You know, 3D movies back, 4D movies. You can sniff the movies again. It's just like we were younger. Toy Story, you can see Woody's fucking nose coming at you. You know, it's, it's the golden age of movies. It's com- it's all coming back. James to- Cameron. Please. I would hate to be the guy at the 4D movie theater watching the Jeffrey Epstein documentary. <laughs> <laughs> well, that kid did smell pretty good, honestly. Uh, dude, I'd right, love to be that guy, actually. The Kevin was literally he was talking about he was talking about thinking the film was just okay, but he literally did the thing that the villain from Warner Eighty Four does. You just have to believe, <laughs> believe that James Cameron <laughs> will make the movies come back, and he will. He will. He have to believe. Yeah. Put your faith in James Cameron, yeah. please. Oh, that's great. That's great. <laughs> awesome. Right, so. First impressions. Hmm. I feel like they can be bad sometimes. What do you think is the worst first impression that you can make with certain people? I guess it do you just have any de- ideas on that? Because it just have to depend on uh, who you're with. Um, maybe something like. Uh, all right. Let's say. Let's say. Uh, les. Let's say. We don't need to make it specifically lesbian. Like lesbian and bisexual woman. Let's make that like the group. Like say mm. you're meeting some people. Like maybe your friend has some friends that are a LGBTQ woman, right? Technically speaking, and it's like, uh, <clears throat> you know, and since a lot of women these days are born after '93, it's becoming a much more greasing more concern. Common. So this one's pretty practical. <laughs> so like, what's one of the? So I have to come to my head. One of the worst things that you could do automatically, any kind of threesome joke or comment. I think that automatically that's got to be pretty close to the top. Honestly, also, it's just like, if you know that they're lesbian or bisexual, just bringing it up, like, uh, the first time you meet them, just like, huh, so you like women. That's oh. that's pretty well, interesting. Never, uh, you, like, have sex with a woman? I've never s- I've never spoken to a lesbian before, actually. Uh, I've never spoken to a woman so, before. Yeah, I mean, lesbian and woman, so it means you don't like me? Like, it's like being confrontational about that. You know, I mean, you know, and you may have, you know, these thoughts, but you just have to understand, yeah, it's just not... You know, polite to say that shit. You know, they have their, yeah. their, they have their own yeah, lives. Of and their, they have their own lives and their own problems. Yeah, seriously. I think the worst impression that I could come up with is I'm walking to them, right? Yeah. I'm about to meet them. I'm extending my hand to handshake them. I go, hi, my name is Evan. I'm from the shit posting in hell podcast. Oh, shit! I fall, I trip, 
fall and accidentally let the F word slide. What? That was a, a mix of emotions, dude. That was so many things. Why you, you say you're from the shitposting and help podcast? Why'd you say the F word? Of course that's going to make them mad. I, that's I, the most obvious thing in the world. Well, that, exactly, that's a bad impression. I'm, I wouldn't not, do it. But. He's not incorrect. He's not incorrect. I, I think mean, that's kind of like... Like on the bingo card, there's the one in the center that's like, you know, this, the check yeah. for free. Well, that's, that's for yeah, any obvious, any group. Yeah. Being from the shit posting and help, or even just listening to the shit posting <laughs> no, and help. No, I think that might actually be the best. That would be the best first the impression, way. actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think you could have just said the first one, and that, yeah. Would, yeah, that would have been enough. <laughs> yeah. Best first impression, actually. Yeah. Uh, I think generally just like shitting your pants. <laughs> 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 You just come up and shake their hand. Yeah, you, you, you shake their audibly, like you could hear it. Like. Yeah, you shake, you shake, you shake their hand, right? You're holding on to their hand. You're looking them dead in the eye, and it's just, <laughs> <laughs> and they're trying to pull away from you, but you're holding on to their hand. You're not letting go of their hand, and it's like. You can you're you're clenching them tighter as. It's good but then, but then what if what if they like start looking back at you and they're like, wow, how do you know you pretty well, so already? Oh, and well, they start pissing themselves. <laughs> they start so they they do. Start oh my god. Hey, hey, do you want to go out? Hey, you want to come back to my place? Uh, yeah, well, we, we screwed it up. Hey, you want to clean up? Shitting your pants could work. It could work. It's so it's so oh. unfortunate because like like if you really do just like fart, I mean that's an awful first impression. That's not yeah. really your fart. It's as long as you did, as long as you're not as long as you didn't do it purposely, then yeah, that's yeah. not really your fault. Yeah, it's like right when you're meeting your boss, just like a big fucking shit, you know? Like you really can't do much about that, and it's unfortunate, man. Yeah, I mean, it's a very, yeah, it is quite uh, sad, you know, and just, uh, you know, and sometimes things are out of control, and sometimes you just don't know something, or like, yeah. ooh, like making, talking about something that upsets someone, but you don't, like, know that it upsets exactly, them, like, yeah. maybe, like, maybe, like, their mom just died, and you make a joke about, like, your mom dying or something, like, bro, my, my mom just died two weeks ago. And then yeah. like, you didn't, but you didn't know that, you know? Yeah. And now it's just, like, really quiet and awkward, you know, you maybe kind of, like, Modern apology, like that's the worst, man. Yeah. That's like just the worst. Yeah, all, that's probably one of the worst feelings. All I can, can imagine conversing is with someone, man. In that situation, you know, you're at work, you don't like being there, so, and you have that one really annoying coworker that's like brand new, all right, so, yeah. but you haven't like introduced yourself really. But you see them being annoying. Yeah, so you see them being annoying, so you do a <laughs> yo mama joke on them, and you just go, yo mama, so ugly. And then you go on, and then the dude, then he reveals, dude, my, my mom died. Then afterwards you go, your mama's so dead. <laughs> your mama's so old. She with Jesus now. <laughs> She's fucking dead, dude. Fuck your you. mama's go, so go, old. Go quit your job, dumbass. Your mama's so old. She's being eaten by worms. Yo, not that even your dad's statement. eating your mom. It's some fucking worm. Come on, man. That is a true statement. My mom died two weeks oh. ago. Uh, oh, fuck. I'm sorry. Um, end the podcast. Get the end the podcast. End the fucking. You podcast. guys belong in fucking hell. That's why we're shit posting in hell. Shit posting in hell podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed this. I didn't. And this is Satan once again to wish you a good night and to ensure that you live, love, and love. Before I bring you down to the depths of the fiery pieces of the